Board button. Okay, here we go. Hi guys, this is Michelle Padilla. I'm the host of the Awarder Show. It is five o'clock, and we are streaming live on Facebook Live. And I have my friend Lizette. We're gonna be talking about uh what she's been up to this pandemic weird situation that's going on right now. So Lizette, tell me what you do and the school you are. Okay, hi. My name is Lizette, as Michelle said, Santiago. Um. During the pandemic, actually, you know, it's funny because a lot of people say that they're bored and they don't know what to do or anything like that. And honestly, it's been like the best time for my creativity to shine, let's just say. Um, I have been really busy. I've been, um, I've done a table reading. I've done a play reading. I've created, a, well, I didn't create it. My friend created it, who's very talented, but we did a, a an animated series, like a podcast uh, voice recording uh, a production um, that's right. actually up for an award and everything. So we did six episodes, all from my room. <laughs> right. So what is yeah. the animation about? What's so it's, um, yeah, it's, you know what it reminds me of? It's like back in the day, how a lot of the dramas were done on radio, you know, like the teleplays right. and stuff. So it's kind of like that. Uh, it would air every Sunday on luckystarradio.com. And, you know, we'd shoot an episode, like she'd usually give us about two weeks to shoot the episode, give us the script, you know, so we'd send her, we'd record our stuff on our own. Each actor would do it on their own in their studios and or, or whatever voiceover equipment they had. And then we would send it off to her. She would edit everything and give us notes and everything like that, send it back to us. And then have to do some re-recordings here and there. And then that was it. Then it was off to production and aired every Sunday during the pandemic, almost like every Sunday for about two months, three months, something like that. So, so. what is the cartoon about? So, 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 yeah, so it's more like a horror thriller. It's like, you know, like real life kind of people situations. It's more of a thriller though. It's called the old timey spectral hour uh, as we related to it, Tosh, T-O-T-S-D-H. Um, and it's just a radio teleplay kind of thing, Heart, more thriller than anything else. Hi. So it's got a mystery to it. It's, uh, it features um, a mom, a dad, their kids, and the story about they find this book. And, uh, you know, it's like Satanish kind of thing. It's just mysterious. I don't want to tell you too much about it because I want people to go out and, like, listen to it. So I don't want to give a lot of things away. Um, but it's, it's a really cool horror thriller kind of kind of animated project so to speak so oh, where can they find that <laughs> is it on uh yeah it's on uh spotify as we speak um right now i think there's only two episodes up right now uh but one of the episodes the first one is the one i recommend obviously starting with i know we all like to binge but i always <laughs> like <laughs> i always prefer to start with the first episode and go beyond um but the first one, the old timey spectral hour is on Spotify and they can listen to it. You know, your subscription to Spotify, I think they have some free trials or whatever, uh, or you subscribe to it and then you can just um, listen to it uh, on Spotify. And it's also up in the uh, um, Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival coming up February 18th. I believe that starts. So we're up for, you know, a uh, film festival. So most people get awards, but, you know, it's and there. <laughs> there you go. And, Thank you. Um, so are you doing any other plays besides that? Um, are you in Central Authority or? 
No, I'm not in central authority. Actually, I came aboard to Matt's marketing um, company a little after all of that was done, unfortunately. But I love Kristen West and all his clients work on some fantastic things. It's amazing. Uh, but I did get to present a the Best Actor Award uh, for the fantastic Harvard Film Festival uh, this, of 2020. So that was fun. Obviously, normally it's done in person, but I actually filmed it in my my little self-tape area that I have in my apartment. <laughs> it's, it's like during quarantine, I created a self-tape studio. I finished my voiceover studio, you know, still chipping away at it. My voiceover studio, my self-tape studio. I have a meditation studio for myself and my little rollout yoga studio too. So I have like four different studios in my little one bedroom apartment in North Hollywood. <laughs> ah. That sounds like fun. I mean, I've always seen you guys do like the horror films, but me, I don't know if I was be, be an actress because I'm kind of shy, kind of like that, but I don't have that type of talent. So I'm more oh, like the talk, talky kind. So <laughs> you mean you're not a scream queen? <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I get, I get uh, scared when I watch, uh, what is it? The Exorcist. Believe it or not. Oh, no way. That that very is, first movie. Yes, that is honestly one of my favorites. The original, the original. When she's spinning her head, oh, that's classic. Oh, no. I was classic. 13 years old. I ran out of the room. I started screaming, and that was it for me. No more scary movies for me. <laughs> it's, so. it's, it's, yeah, they're, they can be a little grotesque and a little giving nightmares at night. But the funny thing is, my mom, my mom was crazy. She wouldn't let me watch anything that encountered sexual stuff, but she would let me watch horror movies and someone getting their head chopped off. You know? right. <laughs> like She would like, oh, watch Freddy Krueger kill somebody. Oh, but they're having sex. Turn your face. You can't watch that. You know, that's I'm like, okay, mom, no problem. You know, so I grew, I grew up with that. My mom was a big Halloween fan, fan fanatic. So every year she would throw me a Halloween party and, um, I had like the best Halloween parties in my house. So everything was always Halloween decorated and we have a party every year. And anyway, that, and we watch horror movies all the time for fun. So that just stood with me my whole life pretty much. And I love horror movies. I love acting in them. I love watching them. It's just, I used to work in an escape room as an actress and it's a, a horror themed escape room and you get kidnapped we get chained oh, wow. up and it's it's whole it's a whole scenario every night and i did this like four times a week being changed up chained up in like a real live scenario but it's it's all live so like a more like That's a so um yeah it was it's fun i mean you get trapped in a room you know people come they get trapped in a room for 45 minutes and they have to find their way out and i'm the actor scaring the crap out of them the whole entire time sometimes helping them sometimes not you never know what you get but it's, it's crazy how people, what they do for a thrill. It's like, you really want to go someplace and just get locked in a room for 45 minutes? <laughs> okay, <laughs> guess that makes your night. And you don't want to go for happy hour? <laughs> <laughs> but it is, the, it's the in thing now. I don't know if you heard of the, the movie called The Escape Room. That's come yeah, about because, yeah. yeah, you heard of that, right? It's like, yeah. so now that that's kind of the new source of entertainment that people go to, escape rooms and stuff. And, you know. Yeah, I'd be a scaredy cat. I, I'm a huge scaredy cat. So. <laughs> we, you know, it, it's funny. People come and sometimes they'll bring their friends and their friends do not know what they're getting themselves into. 
So when they find out, like, wait a second, you're throwing something over my head and throwing me in a room and I have for 45 minutes, uh uh-uh, I'm, I'm, where do I get out of here? (laughs) Like, and we've had a lot of celebrities come through. We've had just a number of celebrities come through that I've had the opportunity to act for. And it's incredible, you know, you know, you have this little gig and then you meet these A-listers who come in and want to, they want to experience this. And, and it's nice at the end of it too, that a lot of them congratulate the actors, you know, and they, um, they just have, they have so much fun coming to some of the celebrities we've gotten. So speaking of actors, we just recently found out Justin Diamond just passed away for cancer. So, and I was telling Um, my mom, he's my age. He's like, I'm 44. He's like, wow. Well, Michelle, it's funny you bring that up because I don't know if Matt told you this, but Justin Diamond is a very dear friend of mine. And, um, we have been friends for almost two decades. And it was when I got the news today, it was um, devastating. I've been on the phone with his manager all day, pretty much all day long today. Um, and I, I'm i still in shock, you know, I'm dealing. And uh, I remember him and I hanging out watching Bugs Bunny. And now I hear the noise that he's dead because like, like you, him and I, you know, kind of the same time frame era and stuff. And we had a lot in common. and. It's just so sad because I literally, the, the last time I saw him, he was healthy, he was happy. And I actually asked about him about a month ago and his manager told me that he was perfectly fine. Everything was cool and he was healthy. Then I went to the hospital recently about three weeks ago, um, something minor, rib cartilage tear or something, you know, no biggie. But of course they thought it was COVID and that whole yeah. scenario. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, test me, whatever you gotta do. And then um, I get out of the hospital. (laughs) Whatever you got to do, take my blood. uh, Just get me out of this pain, you know? And um, and then I came out of the hospital. And a week later, I found out Dustin was in the hospital. And it's just, I've been crying all day. It's just like, it's just, I'm still in shock. No one handles death well. But when you know the people that die, it's it's just, it's just even worse. It's terrible. It's terrible. I found out my mom goes, yeah, you died of... I'm like, what? Whoa. It was a shock because, you know, and then I found out they, one of the writers from The Simpsons passed away because he got COVID. So he (gasps) passed away. He was 57. No way. And then, uh, what was it? I forgot her name, but she played all the help that I kept her. It'll come back to Um, me. But anyways, uh, Uh it starts with the C. Sissy Spacek? No, she wasn't in that. Yes. No. Yes. Is it her? Sissy, wow. Yes. Yeah, she passed away this week. So <gasps> oh they my always God. Say, people in three always come, you know. Comes in threes. It always does. And it's just um, right before the the Christmas, right before Christmas, I heard about Charles, Charles Belladucci. He used to be a MTV reality star, like back in the day or whatever. I'm sure some people, you know, might've heard of him, heard of him, but he made a lot of movies. He cast me in one of his films and I heard he passed away and he was also 44, just like Dustin was. So I'm like, oh my God, is this a new club that's starting? Because there's, you know, the, they call, call it the 27 club, but a lot of young people die at 27. And right. now Charles... Dustin, that Broadway star, I think, but he died of COVID, but still he was in his forties. It's like, what's going on here? It's just, I, I can't, you know, 2021, (laughs) 
has not started out any better, I have to say. No, no it has to. It's really, really. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, come on now, give me something else here, people. But um, yeah, it's just. So we, we have like, we uh, the word is show we talk about what uh, causes that are important to, to us. So this month is Heart Month. And we have oh. Red Disease Days. So that's okay. why I'm wearing my red shirt. I'm going to start wearing oh, red. Oh, awesome. Oh, I love it. The Lady in the Trap, right? Is that yep. Lady? Yeah. Lady yeah. in the Trap. So Cute. We, um, 7 to the 14th is congenital heart defect, which I have. And so we ask people either wear red or blue to support their, you know, to support somebody that they love with congenital heart defect. And then we have red disease, which is February 28th. And there's about 7,000 rare diseases out there today that nobody hardly knows about. So wow. I, can't, I I push this because I got diagnosed at the age of 30 with a chromosome called 22Q11. It's a tiny piece of a chromosome and it's mm -hmm. just like Down syndrome. So we have all these different symptoms going on with the person, but each person is different and they don't have the exact same, you know, feature as that person it mm -hmm. it is getting a little bit well known about 22q there's other names of it but we just mm -hmm. want to celebrate it on february 28th that's the word disease day it is people wear black and white like zebra so favorite oh, color <laughs> yeah, we change it up you've got gold red for women you know we've got uh congenital heart month and then we got black history month on top of that so a lot of you know right holidays coming up this month and it's kind of crazy but we try to figure it all out so i try to wear well, something red go ahead i would i wish i would have gotten the memo because i'm wearing pink and i would have worn well, red to join you <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of in the same color palette, yeah, no, i, I, I want to add you guys to my facebook but i got five thousand people i'm like okay i gotta start you know weeding oh, no. people out <laughs> so, you know? but good for you that's a lot you're a fan base that's something to be yes. proud of you know and then <laughs> i want you to meet somebody uh maxi uh rodriguez she's the one that does my logos and my graphic designer she loves horror films she just uh, finished doing a public horror flick wow I, yes oh i would definitely love to meet her yeah for sure yes and she uh she has a comic uh strip called chubby buddy and I will send you the link to um, where you can buy t-shirts and stuff like that. So she, she's uh, kind of like, uh, she, she got frustrated because she was trying to draw uh, comics for whores. And she uh -huh. said, oh man, this is too much. This is, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and she said Incredible. she can't share, share it yet. But once she gets the uh, approval, then I, I will share it with you. But she is okay. a phenomenal artist and graphic designer so oh that's does. awesome i would love yeah. that i'm yes. a big believer in supporting a lot of um things for awareness and stuff like that like um i know you you said you have a rare disease i grew up with a disease myself i'm a chronic asthmatic and though it's you know a lot of people don't that? think it's and uh, i have asthma i'm uh, asthmatic oh, okay. So I suffer from a lot of respiratory infections. Like I never get the flu, but I go straight to getting a respiratory infection. Like I've had laryngitis. I've had walking pneumonia three times. I've been hospitalized for pneumonia when I was 17. I mean, so many things. 
and my whole life I was born with it. So, um, you know, I had to struggle. There were times where we had to go to the hospital and get my, you know, oxygen and all that stuff. And many people don't know that because it's not something like you, Hey, my name is Lizette. You know, I'm this man. Right. It's just, you know, it's sometimes we have, these, yeah. yeah, we, we have these ailments and we don't want them to, um, limit the things that we can do in our life, you know? And exactly. that's, what I tried to tell myself and other people around them. Like my mom didn't want me to run track. She didn't want to play any sports. She didn't want me to do karate. And I'm a big fan of Cobra Kai now. That's my favorite TV show. So I'm like, you see, I should have done karate. That was my dream. But, um, you know, but she let me figure skate, which funny blades. Um, but all these things that she didn't want me to do, but I said, no, I want to swim. I want to play tennis. I want it. So I did everything. And I turned out to be a college athlete in college. I was captain of my tennis team. I was captain of my high school tennis team. I went to volleyball camp. I played softball, swimming. I was a lifeguard. I've done all these sports because I kept telling myself asthma was not going to prevent me from doing the things yeah. that I want to do, you know, so. Yeah, I had the heart condition, so they told me I couldn't do certain things growing up, and I was always in adaptive PE, so my mom and dad would put me into soccer. They would put me into ballet. They would mm -hmm. put me into uh gymnast but I didn't like any of that stuff and then uh, <laughs> later, I, I, I like soccer believe it or not I did like soccer I played it for uh six years and oh, wow. uh my mom and dad were my my coaching at the time so they were helping me you know what they thought that my they would help me with my fine motor skills help me run a little bit you know and Which so um as I got older, and then when I went to the cardiologist a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. he says, my heart is doing fantastic. No more heart surgery for a long time. He See? says, I can now play, I can now play football at the UCL, USC football if I wanted to, or kickboxing. Wow. So, but wow. I'm also off, off balance. So that's like... Uh, kind of tringle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you see... Look, you playing soccer, and it was good that your mom and your dad were like your coaches because they could regulate how they 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 can make sure they didn't push you too much, but you were hurting yourself physically. You know, right. some coaches can can tend to like push their athletes, and they don't know a lot of their ailments and stuff like that. So it's good that they knew. But look, you because you push yourself, and it actually helped you a little bit. And you know, yeah, and I mean, that's what people need to understand. Like, swimming's supposed to be really good for, like, as asthmatics. I don't know how, because you're underwater. You can't breathe. But can't that's breathe, a different yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. Like me, I, I'm going to get ready to have surgery about the end of this month. And oh, no. so mine is a little bit different because I have sinus issues really bad. You know, I'm like you. Mm -hmm. I get sinus infections. I get uh, pneumonia, uh, you know, yep. bronchitis. And then they mm -hmm. say, oh, you got COVID. No, I don't have COVID. I just have bad sinus issues. Yes. Doesn't, don't you hate when you go to the store and you sneeze and everyone's like, oh my God, COVID. You know, it's like, hey, people have allergies, like bad allergies sometimes. Yeah. You have to, you know, it's, come on, people. It's like, it's so crazy that people have forgotten that someone can just yeah, sneeze so and it's not COVID. You have asthma, so you're at high risk. So you got to stay, basically stay at home just like I do. And you're going oh, yeah. nuts. You know, you can't go really go do anything. So I know how yep. you feel. And then yep. when people hear us coughing and hacking, 
I go, we live in California. We got Santa Ana winds. We got all kinds of crazy weather. You know, mm-hmm. we have problems breathing throughout the whole entire year. So deal with it. Yeah. You know? It's like, and sometimes when it rains, I don't know if it happens for you, but I know when it rains here in California, I'm a mess. My allergies get like, I'm I'm sure your sinuses get kind of revved yeah, up too. Yeah, right? a little bit. I'm all congested right now, yeah. See, it's, it's the same. When I came on to, before we did this, uh, I got on with Zoom for you. I'm like, oh my God, my allergies are starting again. <laughs> so I'm like, please, please go away. Watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> so I have I have a six fire. I have this. They go, oh, are you doing everything you're supposed to? I go, yes, but I can't. Uh, you know, I've had three sinus surgeries. It is like, uh, wow, wow, wow. Do you do any home remedies? Like I know, like um, I use because I'm also a voiceover artist. So I have to constantly take care of my throat and with the allergies, it's not always easy. But I have a humidifier in my room that helps a lot. Do you do that? I'm sure. Oh, you have one right behind you. There you go. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have that. And then mm-hmm. I, I drink tea. Um, I put honey and uh, lemon in there, you know? Lemon? Okay. Uh, but sometimes I it just gets so bad. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, can't hardly deal with it. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't no matter what you do. You're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. <laughs> that's why I hate going out sometimes when my 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 stuff my my allergy starts to rev up with my asthma because I hate when people start looking at me if I cough or sneeze or I'm like come on you know it's and I, it's not just me I've heard like your story I've heard a lot of my friends go through that too that have like sinus issues or bad allergies it just makes it very difficult it's like why you know it's I can't wait for people to stop judging and well yes. people are always gonna judge but you know it's just, um, I was going to say too, I don't know if you do this. It helps me a lot. Uh, Spanish remedy, Vicks. You ever put Vicks? Put it on everything. Your nose, your chest. Yes. Your, yes. Like, <laughs> breathe it in. It's just like what I do my is dad I, taught I, me that. I, I take a shower and then I'll put it on my chest. I'll put it on my chest. nose. <laughs> it's like I, I have like 20 containers of Vicks in my apartment. <laughs> I started doing that when I was a little kid. And just, you know, just kept with me and like, you know. And then I go, yeah. you put Vicks on? I go, yes, I put Vicks on. I go, you know, I got my little spray and everything. And they tell me, you got to stay inside because you're getting ready to have surgery. You can't go out. So I've been stuck inside the house and arguing with oh. my mom and dad like crazy. But Oh, my goodness. I, yeah, that's... I, I'm, I'm a people person. I like to go out. I like to go have fun. But since with the pandemic and everything going on, it's like... I know that if people ask me what's the one thing you miss, I, even though I have, like I told you, my I, I, I miss going to the yoga studio, but I've created my own studio at home, but it's not the same because, you know, it's their place is heated. Mine is not as heated as their um, studios get. You know, I've done meditation and I, I created all my studios. So I'm constantly working at home, but I miss going out and networking with people, talking to people, wearing heels, a pretty dress, makeup, you know, like all that. You can barely wear makeup now. I try, but then I get lipstick on the back of my mask and my scare my wipes off. It's just, it ain't pretty. <laughs> but it's like, oh, well, I'll just, I'll just stay home or go to Target and back, you know? I know. Lately, I've been, I've been sleeping a lot. I'm like, that, that, that's not good, you know? Like, yes, it's not. But what else can you do? I mean, I say this is a time now for everyone I know it's crazy to say this, but to find the positive in this crazy mess that we're all in, 
And for me, that was my creativity. Like, you know, before I was going from job to job and doing this and always focusing on my auditions and my voiceover auditions and gigs. But at home, I've been able to focus on building the things that I want to do. Like I'm working on a project and um, still working on that. But, you know, I'm writing something with a friend of mine. So we're we're going in phases of editing and all that. And when it's ready, I can, you know, tell more about it. But it's in that pre-production process. Uh, we can't shoot it till after COVID is done because I'm not going to deal with any regulation <laughs> stuff. And now and SAG is going through a whole thing. So now I'm not, you know, going to do that. But um, but then after that, it's like I came up with another project. And I don't know if you know this. I have a beautiful black cat. Her name is Prissy. And I just started to, someone said, you should enter your cat in this competition, America's Favorite Pet. So I said, ah, oh, okay, fine. I did. Lo and behold, she did so well. She made it to the semifinals. And I started, you know, they wanted one picture. And I, I said, you know what? I want to go out all out and give them like five pictures of her. So I developed, I created this, this thing between Chrissy and me where I became her little photographer, personal photographer. And she models for me. She's, she literally, I'll put on outfits and she'll go in front of the backdrop and she'll start modeling. And I just start snapping pictures. And she like, it's like we created this bond between us, you know, and that, that has been another source of creativity that I didn't even know I had ability to take pictures of my cat, you know, it's, it's like the things you do in quarantine. You know? I, I take pictures of my dogs. So if you see pictures on my Instagram, I have three dogs and I have two golden retrievers and a mean it's Nazar. But sometimes they don't want to take pictures, so they're stubborn and pigheaded. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, I, I'm surprised Prissy's like that. But I think I, when she was a, a baby, I always put shirts on her. You know, I guess I always wanted a dog. <laughs> but I got a cat instead. No. But, you know, I dressed her all the time. So I think she got used to it. But a lot of my friends tell me, how does she do that? Because I try to do that with my cat. And she won't, she won't let me put anything on her. Or she won't pose. And I, I was like. My cat is like me. She wants to be in the limelight, you know, and she's, she, it's like, if she makes it, that's great. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, she's but we've been out, she's been out for commercials too and everything. So, well, I want to learn how to write, but I, my writing sucks and mm -hmm. I have a uh, dyslexia. So, you know, oh, I, I spell yeah. words back, not backwards, but I, I forget to put them in the sentences. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I thought about writing, but I'm like, my writing's not that good, you know. And then I thought mm -hmm. about, oh, maybe we could do a, the award show like as a comedy, you know, have different, you know, I'm still playing with the idea because I always wanted to do a scene with my team where we're doing like, uh, what was it, famous breakfast club, you know. Oh. <laughs> so we each have our own little parts, you know, and it'd be mm -hmm. like, next it would be, what I would say I want to say basket case but she'll kill me that for later but you know what I mean? <laughs> like the little your own versions of it of the yeah, breakfast she club would be, she would be the artist and then I would have Ruben as the engineer and then I have some of as the mind as a principal her name is Christian because she would be a good fit for that so you know each would have our own little parts of it you know but so I don't know basically, if you want to yeah. <laughs> basically, you have you're kind of like me. I to be honest, I don't actually write the my grammar is not the best. I'll, I'll be honest, even though I studied for many many years, 
but I did take up um, creative writing in college and stuff. So I, I was taught how to write scripts and stuff, but I always work with a good writing partner. Like my partner works on a TV show, um, the toys that made us and stuff. So he's, you know, legitimate writer and everything. And I had another project with another friend who wrote for Jay Leno and um, David Letterman. And we worked on a project. So I always am lucky that I find good writers to write with me, but they call me like the ghostwriter. Like I will give them all the ideas and they'll write it. But then of course I have to read it because then I say, no, my character wouldn't, she wouldn't talk like that. So you need to change that. Or So I'm really, even though I don't actually write it like myself, they write it, I give them all the ideas and, and I, I will actually voice it out loud what she would say. And they'll just jot that down and stuff. So I'm really um, a ghostwriter, but I really will help them. So even though you have these ideas create, you just could find a good writer to help you, you know, get them on yeah. paper and then that and be there. And it's fun to find a, a co-writing buddy that you can just, you know, do ideas with and, I don't you know, think they'd like, be do it. into that idea, you know, because they're kind of shy. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm well, like I'm or one of your good buddies. <laughs> if you have a good I friend. I know, right? <laughs> Say, I'll take you out for coffee. I'll buy you lunch. Help me write this script. <laughs> That's how it works. Good old Hollywood. <laughs> they're like, they're they're not scared. They always say, you always drive me into these weird shenanigans. I go, hey, you got to make it's the horror show. You got to make it bigger. You got to make it more fun, you know, make, you know, stand out in this show. That's yeah, what I try yeah. to figure out. Yeah. And there's books that you can read in seminars where they tell, you know, the characters six. I mean, I'm not going to go too, too crazy that, but you know, the, there are ways to do treatments and, you know, you can right. learn ways to how to write a script and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, writing the script is the most important thing because then everything else, you know, you can find good, you can get everybody else to do the work for you, casting directors, uh, agents to get the talents you want and everything. But it is, it is definitely a process to get a script going. And people are like, why does that take, that movie take so long to come out? And it's like, well, because they have to write it. They have to rewrite it. They have yeah. to, you know, get it approved and proofread it and then get the actors and everything. So it is a production, but if it's done right, it's going to be something that might exactly. get an award, you know? So, <laughs> well, our time is almost up. Oh, it. So sad. Well, no, we're going to do a part two because I want to hear more about your stories and scripts. So, Perfect. where can they find, mm -hmm. where can you, uh, they look for you on Instagram, YouTube? Good question. Um, so, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, pretty simple. It's uh, all about Lizette Santiago. So, because it's all about my journeys in the entertainment life and world. I also created my website, lizettesantiago.com. It's going to be a very elaborate website, but right now it's up for people to go see Prissy's profile. You can follow Prissy too, if you want, at It's Prissy Cat and Company. Uh, soon I'll be launching some stuff for her as well. Like I want to do a product line for her and get that out too. Um, but everything, my voiceover reel, uh, IMDb, all of that is all on my website for people to see. So you can just click on, make it easy. On Facebook, I know I'm under an alias. It's so crazy, but it's LZT Santiago. Um, I had a stalker, so I had to change it a little bit. So, <laughs> so but just we all, have <laughs> we all have one, right? So it's LZT Santiago on Facebook. All about Lizette Santiago on Instagram. Twitter, I think it's just Santiago LZT. I can't remember. I don't really tweet somewhat too much, but you can probably just type in my name and find me. I'll pop up. Only there's not too many Lizette Santiago's. There are and there aren't, you know? And then IMDb, Lizette Santiago. So you can always check that out as well. And but. you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, 
Amazon Music, Pandora, um, wow. Podomatic, Podbean, we're all over. And we do have a third threadless shop. I'm going to send you the link so you can see our web, our t-shirts. And the creator awesome. graphic designer is Maxi Rodriguez. And shout out to Ruben. He's my sound engineer guy. And Melissa Diaz is my co-host. But we all cannot get together sometimes because of the pandemic. So oh, I get know, that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I can't wait for you to have me on the show again when we can talk some more. Thank you for yeah. having Mich- Michelle. And, and you know uh, what I'll and, do? I'll send out a message to Maxi so she can meet you. And perfect. she'll fall in love with you instantly. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah. And can I say one more thing, Michelle, too? Um, yeah. First of all, take care of yourself. That's where I want to make sure you do. And also, I just want to say to my buddy in heaven, Dustin Diamond, rest in peace. I love you, buddy. And um, till we meet again. Okay, and we'll talk yeah. more about that later too, Michelle. Yeah. Thank you. Take care thank of you so much. Love you guys. Bye. Love you.